It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard for a uh, Friday uh, Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. We've got uh, baseball to talk about. We've got softball to talk about. Give you a little soccer talk, uh, too, at the uh, end of the uh, uh, podcast uh, today. So uh, basically the same old, same old, but uh, uh, I think it's very interesting. And, and things are kind of turning around in, in my world where the girls out homered the boys <laughs> 50 to 6 in the regular season. But in the postseason, I've only done two baseball games and seen four home runs now. Well, and I've done see... seven softball games and only seen one dinger. I mean, to be fair, the last three softball games you saw there was a hurricane headwind there there but Yale was is kind of a small yard and I, I had Marysville there uh you and know, you also I got to see Richmond, Claire there just, Richmond's been bombing the ball this whole postseason uh they certainly did uh, against uh, Royal Oak Shrine at least in the early innings and we'll get into that uh and uh, you saw a game that uh, quite frankly I'm gonna be honest about it it went way longer than I thought it would <laughs> yeah, no, it was – Mooney was never in trouble in that game. No, I know, but it went way long. But I thought – I looked at that and I said, oh, that's a three-inning game winning to happen based on all the ridiculous scores I've seen from Mooney this year and how they've handled lesser teams. Uh, and then when it when it didn't end that quickly – actually, when you told me what the score was after one, I was like, nah, you're just making that up. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> all right. When you run with us on a Gator UTV – the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady uh, with the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Um, let's, let's start where you were and we'll work our way up. We'll start in uh, D4, Cardinal Mooney. Inner City Baptist was the uh, matchup. Um, uh, again, uh, we talked about it in the last show, but just to kind of to rehash, Inner City Baptist was, got a free pass. Yes. And they didn't have a very good record, and Mooney's Mooney, and I was just like, okay, the, this is a, a three-inning ball game waiting to happen. And when you shot me the text, because you started before I did, uh, mm. too, uh, the other day. Um, so you got your first inning done before we'd even thrown our first pitch. And you're like, 3-3 three, three after one. I'm like, no, that's that's a typo. His, his finger meant to say 3-0. No, it was 3-3 three, three after one. Uh, for Mooney, they were the away team. It, I mean, they their top of the order just absolutely raked uh, the other day. So DiGiuseppe got on with an error. He stole a base. I think Mooney ended up with – I I probably didn't write all of them down, but I'd guess eight or nine stolen bases. They were just running all over them. Uh, Rice walked uh, – Trent Rice. Blake Lutzke, RBI single. Rocco Comito, RBI single. Ryan Trombley lined out. Luke Julio got on with the fielder's choice. And, uh, yeah, so it was 3 nothing. Uh, and went to the bottom of the inning. Nate Super got the start, and he didn't have his best stuff. He walked two, gave up two hits. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, really, you look back at the line, it went walk, single, strikeout, walk, single, uh, that drove in a couple runs. There was a passed ball that a run scored on. Then he got a ground out and a strikeout and got out of the inning, but it was still 3-3 after one, and Coach Rice wasn't messing around. He went, okay, hey, not today. You, you, you just don't have it. Lutsky, he went in, and then Inner City Baptist couldn't touch him. Lutsky comes in. It goes strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Next inning. Strikeout, strikeout, ground out. Next inning. Hit by pitch, then picked off. Ground out, single, walk, strikeout. Next inning. Walk, strikeout, ground out, walk, ground out. Next inning. Uh, ground out, and then a single, and then Lutsky was at 70 pitches, so they went, uh-uh, we're keeping you for Saturday. Come on out, because at that point, the game was well in hand. Tommy Gill came in and finished it out, didn't give up a hit, struck out three in the five batters he faced. And here was the top of the lineup for Mooney. I mean, they scored three in the first, three in the second, one in the fourth, three in the sixth, and three in the seventh to win 13-3. to Anthony DiGiuseppe got on twice, scored two runs, stole a base. Trent Rice, walk, single, hit by pitch, single, single, five stolen bases for Trent Rice. That's hard to do. Think about that. And twice he stole second, and then like the next pitch or two pitches later, stole third. So they weren't all stealing second. He, that kid's fast, and he knows how to – he was yeah. on whoever was pitching for Inner City Baptist. Blake Lutsky, single RBI, single two RBIs, sack fly RBI, and then a single, and he later came around to score. And so four at-bats – well, four plate appearances, three at-bats, three for three, three singles, four RBIs. Uh, he was replaced by Tommy Gill, who got to bat in the last inning. Up for Mooney. Rocco Camito, single, two RBI. RBI single, walk. RBI ground out, RBI single, five runs batted in for Camito. So that's a, that's a pretty good day at the top of the order for Cardinal Mooney. And, yeah, they they didn't really have any trouble with this game. I mean, yeah, it was 3-3 after one, but you never were in too much concern of them dropping this. So now they uh, head to Adrian College, uh, and I'll, I won't do it. I won't make any Rocky references. Uh, and they'll play <laughs> uh, Adrian Lenaway Christian. Oh, isn't that interesting? That, uh, that Well, see, I, I, I'm i not going to get mad if the, the sites are determined before the playoffs start. That's different than, oh, these two schools are playing. All right, we're going to put it here. I don't know when they made the decision on this. It was well, looked. It was decided before the playoffs started. Yeah, and plus Adrian College has a nice field. It's all turf. Yeah, it deserves a regional final. Yeah, quarterfinal teams that aren't Marine City Cardinal. <laughs> they should play someplace closer to home. Nah, whatever. We can't say much because we could have a quarterfinal in Marysville. <laughs> well deserved. Marysville After played. all the times our teams have had to travel, well deserved. Anyway, are could, are they using Jimmy John Field? I don't know. That's probably no because it's they're. The season's going on there now. Yeah, but they play at night, and these games are playing. Anyway, continue going on. Yes, uh, so Mooney is going to play Adrian Lenaway Christian, uh, who beat Lansing uh, Christian, uh, and that was a blowout, wasn't it? 13-3 to as well. Yeah, okay. So you, you've got two teams, and this is one of the, the teams that Coach Rice kind of pointed out in the mm. path that uh, – this was one that he thought would be a tough game. Well, again, I don't know any names. I don't know who it is, but 
from what I've been told, they have a kid, a lefty, going to play at Hillsdale D2 school. And as a coach, you always get concerned about one good pitcher. How many times have you seen one pitcher get hot? However, I know this Mooney lineup can hit. There's not really an easy out in this lineup. I'm going to take cards on the table, push the chips in. I'm taking Mooney 10 times out of 10. They faced better pitching. I saw them work against a couple really good pitchers against uh, Liggett. It's not going to be anything they haven't seen before. Well, and Mooney can create. They, they put pressure on people with, with their ability to steal bases. Uh, that's, uh, that's a factor. Uh, and, and, you know, some kids are better in the windup. Some kids are better in the stretch. So you don't know. If this kid's really good, he may have been winding up all season long because nobody gets on base. Now Mooney gets uh, guys on base and they're running around. And from you, what you I was know able what that to find, Lenaway Christian was 14-7-1. So it's not like the record was unbelievably good. I think Mooney's lost – three games all year, four games. It's hard to find the exact records, but, yeah, I'm not too – I'll be honest with you. I am I think it might be a tougher game for Mooney. I think they win this way more than they lose this game, but it just takes one. Yeah. So I understand the hesitancy to pencil yourself in in a quarterfinal game. Other side of the bracket, uh, Ottawa Lake uh, Whiteford is playing Genesee Christian. So you you have two regional finals followed by the quarterfinal on Saturday at uh, Adrian. And Mooney is the twelve thirty game. And then if they win, they play again at three thirty. Do you like that? Would you rather be the first game and have that second game off, or do you like playing and then a half it, hour later you're right back into it? It depends on the setup. If I have somewhere that I can go, like. At Adrian College, I'm going to assume there's a place you can go and be in the shade and relax for a little bit. And the one thing it lets you do is you can get back into your warm-up routine. So if you want to warm up an hour before the game starts, you can. If you want to warm up 20 minutes before the, the game ends, you have that option. But I think I would prefer to just keep it rolling. Hey, one game done. All right, let's go. Everyone, hey, grab a snack, get ready for game two. We'll be starting in 20 minutes. I would prefer that. Although, again, once the game gets started, I don't think anyone's really too concerned with it. Unless, I guess the only thing you'd be concerned about as a coach is if a guy falls asleep or something and you have to re-wake up for the (laughs) next game. No, because I've seen that happen before. Yeah, I kind of played better that way. Yeah, some guys do. Some guys are groggy for an hour after they wake up. Um, I, I, the other part of this, cause I heard coach Evans before the Richmond game, of course we had 90 degree weather. Uh, That's on, another fact. If it Wednesday, if it's really hot, like it was on Wednesday, then yeah, I just want to play back to back games. And, and he kind of, uh, barked, uh, at, uh, the pitchers for throwing too much before the game. He's like, Hey, first pitch is in 20 minutes. You've thrown enough. Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Yeah. That's another, sometimes kids get so amped up and ready to go that you have to reel them back in which I'd rather have to do that than be like get out there you need to warm up no um yeah that that's something you have to be concerned about because you know these kids are so ready to go they want to win this game so they're overthinking like just do your thing relax you don't have to warm up any different than you have all year all right uh still a theoretical possibility that uh, Marlette and Mooney could meet 
uh, in a state championship game as uh, Marlette beat Harbor Beach 8-2 to to advance. Hope's still out there. Hope's still out there. Uh, all right, I did Richmond Royal Oak Shrine. This game was at Rochester Lutheran Northwest. Um, How was that feel? I liked it. I, I liked it. Um, it. It was it was nice. Um, the the setup there was kind of nice. I liked where the field was kind of tucked away, um, very close to the school. Um, you, you know how uh, Memorial Field is yeah. for softball, for PH. So the baseball field, kind of the same setup. It, it, the, the school is, is right there. You can follow, follow one back over the screen and put it up on the school. Gotcha. Um, kind of like Marine City. Yeah, too. so, so kind of cozy uh, in that respect. Um, uh, they didn't have, and I wish they did, they didn't have dimensions up on the fences. It felt small. Oh, sometimes fields can be deceiving. Yeah, but it, it just felt like it wasn't as big as the baseball fields that we're used to doing games from. Like, Northern feels big. PH feels big. Well, when I go to big. Marine City, it feels big. Even though Marysville, it's Marine City's small, though. Yeah, I know. But Marysville feels big, too, when, when uh, I go there and, and I do a game. It just seems like there's a lot of space in the outfield. Uh, and that it, it's spacious. Anchor Bay feels big. St. Clair feels big to me. Um, Algonac felt big to me, except down the line. They actually have the, the signs up and down the lines uh, are actually, you know, what, 300 and 305, it, yeah. something like that. Um, the the only real oddity about uh, the field there, the fences were ten f- about 10 feet. Except in right field, where it jutted up about 15 feet, so not not quite a green monster, but it, the for whatever reason, uh, right center to the right field line, the fence was about five feet higher, and they were higher fences than you have at most places. Well, it didn't really matter for Richmond, now did it? No. Well, I mean, and that that was the thing. So it kind of felt small. It was a humid day, and whatever wind we had, whenever there was a breeze, it was blown out. Now, I, I'm not saying that that factored into it because both teams played in it and Shrine didn't hit any home runs. But so before the game, again, I don't know much about Shrine. Um, and, and Coach Evans was being super superstitious, <laughs> like just super little idiosyncrasies. And, and I get it. I've been there. Uh, I, I played hockey with a lot of guys who had a lot of weird – thing I, I did weird things um we, we, we all have our, our our little way and so he wasn't super talkative before the game in fact I went over to get the lineup um be, because they uh, they lost the toss and he didn't do the toss he sent Ed Delore out to do the toss and it's the third one in a row that Ed has lost so that's kind of like yeah they want to lose the toss now because they've been winning uh, but he wouldn't give me his lineup until Shrine gave their lineup, and I had to prove to him that I had Shrine's lineup uh, <laughs> on my phone uh, and before he would uh, get me a lineup uh, card. But So uh, I, I talked to Coach Delore a little bit, and he said, well, we know their starting pitcher's kind of a, a bulldog uh, and that, he, that he's tough, and we feel like we're going to have to hit today to win this game because we think Shrine's going to score runs. And they're pitching Hitzelberger. Mm-hmm. So it was Hitzelberger against Stephen Rule. Carson G comes up the first batter of the game, and Rule carved him up on three pitches, like 
it was uh, Nolan Ryan against uh, a t-ball player. So you're like, okay, this kid's legit. It, it, well, I'm I'm like, ooh, uh oh. G doesn't get carved up ever. No, but but uh, G is also a high energy guy, mm-hmm. and and I think it was, you know, re- regional semifinal first at bat of the game, and and he was juiced, and just. I think the game was going fast for him because that's as he was walking back to the dugout. Coach Evans is just like, "You gotta slow the game down, guys. You, you got, it's just a baseball game, right? Play it like it's a baseball game. You you do this all the time. This is what you do." Uh, and he walked Hitzelberger, but then he he got the next two guys out pretty easy. Nothing going on in the first inning. Hitzelberger was Hitzelberger. He was in control. In fact, he went three innings. It strikeout, pop up, uh, error, strikeout, fly out to right, ground ball to first, strikeout, 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 walk, fly ball to right, um, and by that point, Richmond had built up an eight to nothing lead, and they took him out of the game, and that's actually when the game got interesting. But in the meantime, in the second, um, Rule hit the first batter. He hit Hudson Davenport on the uh, the shoulder. Then uh, Jackson Jones hit a weak little pop out. Uh, Mitch uh, Dabalier grounded out to short, but there was a wild pitch before that. So Davenport went to second, and then on the ground ball, he took third. So they got a guy at third with two outs, um, and uh, Jake Ball hit a rocket. Then I'm surprised the third baseman even got glove on it. He tried to backhand it at the bag at third, mm-hmm. uh, and it got off the tip of his glove and just kind of trickled off into foul territory. But it, it was an absolute rocket. I scored it a hit. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Uh, and uh, the run scored to make it one to nothing, uh, and that seemed to kind of shake Rule up a little bit. I think. What did uh, he think he was going to have to pitch a shutout to win I, the game? I, I, or? I, you know, I I don't know, but but he hit Danny Saligan right in the middle of the back with two strikes on him. Ooh! And all of a sudden, here's G, who has now slowed the game down, mm-hmm. and he rakes one into right center for a two-run double. And just like that, it's 3 nothing Richmond. And I'm like, oh. You know, like the, the swing from that first time G batted to the second time G batted was just uh, – it, it was a complete turnaround for, for, for feeling. Now you're like, oh, Richmond's in pretty good shape. Three runs with Hitzelberger on the mound. You know, we'll see what happens. Then the, the third inning happened. Reese Rinna – Lines the ball out to the to right field, uh, hit the ball real hard. Then the next batter was Joe uh, Parnillo. Uh, he gets two strikes on him and hits a bomb to center field. Now, when he first hit, hit it, Brady, I thought it was going to be a fly ball to center field. And all of a sudden, the center fielder turned around and started jogging back to the fence. And it's like, oh, it's carrying, it's carrying. Then he just stopped running. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. He thinks it's out of here, and it, it did. It cleared the center field fence for a home run to make it 3 nothing. Hudson Davenport comes up. He hits a sky-high fly ball to right. I mean a rainbow shot, and it carried the right field fence pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he hit a bomb. It landed on the – there's a track around the football field. It hit the track, and I just saw the ball bouncing away Jeez. into oblivion. Uh, so then uh, back-to-back homers makes it 5 nothing. Jackson Jones gets a, beats out an infield hit, one of three hits he had on the, the day. Uh, and the next batter is Mitch Dabalier. And 
he hits a bomb out to left center field that almost hits the scoreboard. Three homers in, in four batters, 7 nothing Richmond in the top of the third, and I'm like, whoa, what what is happening here? That's like, Richmond. That I mean, that we talk about Mooney's lineup. Richmond's lineup has, I think, a lot, has more power than Mooney's, and when they get going, it's like a freight train. Well, and here's here's the thing, the, the, you know, the scouting report is all oh, rules of bulldog. I'm thinking seven nothing, and he's just giving up three homers and four batters. They're taking him out. Nope, nope. Guy walked out to the mound, said a couple things to him, went back to his dugout, and he struck out the next two hitters to get out of the inning. Uh, then an error started the uh, the fourth inning. They sacrificed the runner to second. Reese Renner hit a line drive single to score the run. And then that was it. They brought in a left-hander named Owen Pullis. Brady Owen Pullis throws the ball about 52 miles an hour. <laughs> he throws junk. And he shut down Richmond. Uh, they got five singles off of him. And, and they were hit hard. But he didn't walk anybody. He just kept pounding the strike zone. He only struck out two guys, but just breaking ball after breaking ball after breaking ball. And he was getting pop-outs and lazy fly ball outs. And uh, he, he only threw two ground outs. Everything else was a pop-out or a fly-out. Uh, and he just kind of gave his team a chance. Um, and, of course, up 8 to nothing, Coach Evans is thinking, we're moving on. Right. We're into their bullpen. We might even mercy them. Right. You might you might want to uh, – you're thinking, all right, let's get out of here. Let's finish the job. So Hitzelberger, three innings, no runs, no hits, one walk, five strikeouts, but he took them out. Ryan Nettles came in. Ryan Nettles' first inning of work, strikeout, ground ball to third, strikeout. His second inning of work, walk, single, single, fly ball, walk, with the bases loaded to force in a run, make it 8-1, to one, and then they went to Davenport. Um, they almost turned a double play on uh, Davenport's first batter, but the, the runner was safe at first, so another run scored to make it 8-2, and they had him at the corners with uh, two outs. A wild pitch, didn't score the run, but moved the runner to second, and then they got a two-run single from uh, Marty Hannon, which was probably the hardest hit ball of the game for uh, Shrine. That made it 8-4. They erred in a run in the fifth to make it 8-5. Uh, we get to the uh, seventh. The first guy makes a lazy fly ball out, but then there's a single, and, and then Hannon hit a fly ball to center field that kept carrying, kept carrying, kept carrying, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, if this gets out of here, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And Saligan caught it about a step from the fence in center field for the second out, uh, and there was kind of that, <sighs> yeah. that sigh from the Richmond side, and then they got the next guy out on a pop-up to uh, win the game. But uh, Hitzelberger was unhittable in his uh, three innings, uh, and the Richmond bats were booming early on. Uh, again, Jones had three hits, two hits for uh, Perinillo, including the home run, two hits for Hudson Davenport, including a home run. He scored two runs. Home run for Dobelier and two RBIs. Jake Ball drove in a run uh, and two RBIs for G. G went one for five, but when he did hit the ball, he hit it hard. Yeah, it's like I think there's three different times in my Mooney game. I know Trombley did it once, Di Giuseppe did it once, and I think Julio is the other one. They all hit three rockets at the center fielder, took maybe one step to his left and then caught it. Yeah. And that might have been their best swings of the day. Yeah. So Richmond moves on. 
and uh, they will play on Saturday at Saginaw Valley uh, State University against Hemlock, who again has a really impressive record, but I just I don't know anything about Hemlock. Mm-hmm. We know records can lie. We've seen teams with unbelievable records lose early. We've seen teams with bad records go far. Yeah, Reese and New Lothrop is the other side of the uh, bracket. That's the other regional final. And, uh, again, Richmond has the 12-30 game, and uh, then there's the 3-30 uh, quarterfinal. It's still weird, the, that whole – but I guess I, get to, I have to get used to it because that's the way they do it, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the only other game that we uh, need to uh, bring up here is Notre Dame Prep beat Elmont 3-2, to and the, the finish for the Raiders is not the way you want to end the season. No, the pass ball finished it, and – they battled hard, from what I heard. Hyden just saw Hunsaker was on the mound, and I don't know a lot of context. I saw, from what I saw, the plate the plate was somewhat close. Um, but yeah, you don't want to lose your season on a uh, on a wild pitch. Uh, yeah, that to, to me that would be just a, now, a bitter way to go. Yeah. Now was Almont's run likely going to end in the next game? I'd say yes, but you at least want to play the game. Yeah, well, you want to go as far as you can, and you want to win as many as you can, uh, and you always want to go up against the best if you get the opportunity uh, mm-hmm. to. So I know that that's got to be, again, just just that way. That I know how I was. That's losing like that uh, is that that would stick with me for like it. It'd be a week to ten days before I wasn't bitter anymore. <laughs> yep. Maybe longer. Yeah. And I know you. you. You'd be kicking around. I know you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you would not like to go out that way. No. Anyways, uh, we'll uh, we'll take a break here, uh, and uh, we'll refresh your memory on what's going to go on this weekend in uh, softball in just a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Brady asking me tough questions off the air. Do you want to save that one for later in the show after we go over softball? Yeah, even though it's dicey. It's the dicey question. It's the stuff that we talk about when we're not talking to everybody else. But uh, then, then you kind of you kind of clam up because you you don't do well with hate mail. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down. Well, you know, you, yeah, you said legitimately on Sunday how many area teams do you think we'll still have left, and it's a tough question to answer because there's a pretty big range. Yeah, well, I mean, for for softball, we we could have four teams left, or we could have nobody left. Mm-hmm. It really does, and I don't think like it's that. a stretch to say it either way. I don't think there's any slam dunks here. I mean, to say a team, I. I mean, Richmond's probably the biggest. Th- like people in Millington are probably going. If we can get by Richmond, we have we're we'll be at Michigan State. We're gonna get there. Uh, you look at 
Notre Dame prep, they're probably thinking, okay, we beat Marysville. We're in a quarterfinal. We'll figure out what happens there. I still think Marysville is the favorite in that region because I know East Point's not. And Centerline, I think, beat up on bad competition. Um, they played Armada and lost twice, and Armada was an actual good team. Um, who else? I mean, K-Pack and Richmond, one of them's going to lose. I think Richmond's winning that game. Uh, then Anchor Bay Dakota is a coin flip. Well, yeah, and I think whoever wins the Anchor Bay Dakota game will win that regional because, uh, again, I don't know much about uh, Stony Creek, uh, and I don't think Utica is awful, but Anchor Bay uh, and Dakota are just – I mean, they, they shared the Mac Red title, and I've seen Anchor Bay play, and I know they split their two games during the regular season, uh, and the Dakota win was a shutout. I think it was two to nothing. That's a tough lineup to shut out. Yeah. So I know Dakota's got a good pitcher, and I know what Anchor Bay's got. That's just going to be a, a great game. And like I said, it's a shame it has to be the first game. Mm-hmm. So I, you, you look at all those, and like you said, okay, we, I, I could see a world where Notre Dame prep outslugs Marysville. Millington takes down Richmond because Millington's really good. Anchor Bay loses a heartbreaker to Dakota, and who who's Emily City play? Emily City's playing Linden, but and, and I have Frank no idea. Yeah, Frankenmuth is I think in Frank, that. So Emily City uh, runs into two. a buzzsaw of Frankenmuth or Linden, and we're sitting on Sunday going, "Well, softball season was fun." Yeah. On the same note, Shavan Scooter throws a gem against Millington. They upset the number one ranked Cardinals. Marysville does what Marysville does and wins the regional. Anchor Bay gets the, the 50-50 game to go their way. And, again, I don't know a lot about MLA City's regional, but they've been playing hot softball. They get through, boom, four teams. Two teams are playing each other in a quarterfinal game. I don't know which one I'd rather pick. I well, guess that it, would be the question. What do you think has a better chance of happening, all four or none? Again, that's too hard to, to answer. So I would go somewhere in the middle and say you're more likely that we'll get like two teams. Through. Well, no, duh. But the question—that's why it's a hard question. You don't get to pick the middle. If I said you have to go all four or none, why do I have to pick? Why don't you pick all uh, four? Or none? You want me to pick all four or none? <laughs> I'm gonna say we'll get two. Well, yeah. Thank you. That's the easy answer. <laughs> it's not the easy answer because I—that's not. There's no guarantees there. There's absolutely no guarantees. I do not know who's going to win Anchor Bay, Dakota. I know who I want to win. Mm -hmm. I do not know who's going to win Marysville, Notre Dame Prep. I know who I want to win. Um, I don't know who's going to win Imlay City, Linden. I don't know if uh, Garber or Frankenmuth, how good they are. I'm assuming Frankenmuth is good. I know Frankenmuth plays good. Millington tough. Uh, and then, um, you know, again, Millington is number one, and Richmond's, what, number two or three? Yeah. So, I mean – Take your pick. Uh, I, I really don't know how that's going to go. But, again, I don't think it's unreasonable to, to say that everybody loses, and I don't think it's unreasonable to say everybody and wins. And then you look at baseball. And so more likely law of averages says we'll get a couple of teams through. Even though that wasn't when I questioned. Anyway, um, and then you look at the baseball. I think Mooney should win their regional and quarterfinal, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about those <laughs> schools except one got one team has a lefty I don't even know where Ottawa Lake Whiteford is. Exactly. Is it to the north or is it to the I'm south? I'm guessing to the south. 
I don't know. West side of the state, east side of the I, state. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> so you look at that, I think they're supposed to win. Richmond baseball, you think they have a chance. I know New, Lou, wow. New Lothrop. Lothrop is a really good team. Uh, I just know they're a traditional baseball powerhouse. I know they've won state titles in the past. But Richmond's been to two state yeah. finals, too. And they've got to play Hemlock first, and Hemlock and those is don't like matter. 29 and yeah. 4. Yeah. But, again, has Hemlock beat up on bad competition, or are they actually a really good team? I have no idea. Don't get out to Hemlock much to see games. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, yeah, getting through this. We could be super busy. and They're middle of the state, by the way. I do know where Hamilton and is. And <laughs> we might have to make a really tough decision next week, and that would be a good problem to have to not cover a quarterfinal game. Or we could be both well, at one game because it's the only team left. No, well, I mean, we'll have, we'll have girls for quarterfinals because right. the boys technically are playing their quarterfinals quarter this Saturday. weekend. And then they'd be off until Friday. Right for the semifinals mm-hmm. and then the finals, so I I, I think we'll be all right. Hopefully, because if we can get the teams through to the semifinals, then we can both go to Lansing and one of us covers baseball, and one of mm-hmm. us covers softball. Exactly, and it's an all-day process. Hopefully, because we'll have four teams there. Yep, there we go. But <laughs> yeah, this is this is the most unsure I've been about a weekend of games that we've had like, all year like you can say that uh, i'm tiptoeing through it but I, i'm being honest here like football so much easier most of the time to pick those games like okay i was hoping marine city would win i thought they had a good chance to win but if you made me put my money down i think i would have taken frankenmuth from what i've heard um again you're gonna say hindsight i will say Ferndale against Croslex and MLA City against Country Day, those were coin flips. I had no idea. I felt the same way then as I do now. Um, like Port Huron High, De La Salle. You were hoping Port Huron High, you saw a path to victory. But you were pretty sure that De La Salle yeah, had the better team. But, yeah, cards on the table, you thought De La Salle would win, has a better chance at winning the game. Um, but, yeah, right now I am – I have no idea. And like I said, all postseason baseball is the most volatile sport there is. You get two aces going up against each other. Who knows? One kid, it takes one bad inning. I mean, you saw Van Scooter. She almost lost the district final, and she gave up three hits. But they were, but Algonac got them at the best possible times to score the runs. They're, they're one catch away, like one not – I won't call it spectacular catch, but, but a nice one, play, like nice play away from, from at least going to the seventh, win. going to the seventh up one, and Van Scooter still would have struck out seventeen, and the, the tone t- changes just because the offense does better. And again, Van Scooter was unbelievable. How do you strike out seventeen Algonac Muskrats? Not easy. No, at least in the games that I saw them play this year. Yeah, so. I don't know. I'm hoping, like you said, I would really love an MLA City-Marysville quarterfinal game because then that guarantees a semifinal team. I think you're, you're, you're probably getting at least one of Mooney-Richmond to come out because those, those two teams are just stacked. 
And I know every team you play now is just stacked, but they kept their pitching, which is a big part of it. I don't know exactly what happened everywhere else, um, what the pitching is. I did see that Lenaway Christian has everyone available. I don't know about uh, Richmond's opponents, if they had to burn a guy on Wednesday or uh, what have you. So let's see. It looks like. Um, it looked like a lot of those games were blowouts. Hemlock won nine to two. That could, you know, a nine-two game could go either way. And then New Lothrop won thirteen nothing. So I'm assuming their ace is still there. What was the Reese score? Because don't count Reese nine three. Either. Reese is a decent uh, program too, although probably uh, not. Well, obviously not the tradition that a New Lothrop has, but. Um, still, I, I, nothing would surprise me there. Uh, and, and again, and especially when you get into D4, I mean, I, I have no idea. Ottawa Lake, Whiteford, Genesee Christian, Adrian, Lenaway Christian. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a lot of times when you get with the smaller school, it's a kid or two that makes the difference. Oh, yeah. Which is why I like Mooney, because they're more than a kid or two. They're a kid or eight. Yeah, you go, okay, who's the best player on Mooney? And I could give you five names. They they have more. the they have the kind of depth that you would normally see you know who Mooney, at a De La Salle or a brother. Rice. Mooney's style kind of reminds me I draw parallels to them in Marysville softball. Yeah, they have a couple a few like really good players that you could art but they're a team. They go deep in multiple areas. So does Marysville softball. I mean, like I said, not an easy out in either lineup. Yeah, that's that's my. You thing. have a good pitching staff. Where 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 do you who's who's the easy out when you're you're pitching against the, the Vikings? Who, who do you pitch around? Because everybody in that lineup can hurt you, and and you might give me a name. And I'll show you that she had uh, three hits the last time I saw them play. Right. And this is, she can hurt you. And guess yeah. what? They have sticks on the bench that they can bring in if a girl's just not having a good day, if something's wrong, and, and can still and, hit. Yeah, and, and that hardly happens. Yeah. That hardly happens. But, yeah, the, their, their role players or bench players, whatever you want to call them, uh, the backups, uh, I've seen them come in and do really good things this year. Uh, so yeah, they're they're in uh, in real good uh, good shape. In fact, uh, uh, let's just go on the assumption they beat Notre Dame Prep. I'm assuming Kirsten Smith is pitching against Notre Dame Prep, and they've got to play. I'll assume center line in game two. They can throw Megan Lenarski in that game and not blink an eye. No. No. And it's not a knock on center line. It's just saying. Megan Lenarski has carved up some good lineups. Yeah. I think sometimes they see, oh, she doesn't throw that hard, and then the ball's j like zigging and sagging well, it, it's and dropping and rising. She doesn't throw hard. She's got a great changeup, and she uses it. Mm-hmm. She's not overpowering, but you don't need to be all the time. Blake Lutzke's not overpowering. He's a really, really good left-handed pitcher. He absolutely shut down Inner City Baptist. I think he gave up, like, two hits. So, anyways, uh, in, the, in a long path around it, because I dodged it pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of myself. It, it's just, uh, like, for me, when, when we do football picks, I find that uh, 
you pick ten games and there's right. one or two where you're like 50-50 on it or you just don't know. But the other eight are pretty much you're solid. You know, you know. I mean, what was the worst record anyone had in football picks? Like six and four. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think anybody didn't have a winning week. Yeah, and so. I think that was maybe like the second week of the playoffs or something when everything was got a little tighter. When, uh, when you talked uh, yourself out of a, a pick, it was I or, talked Joe out of oh, a pick. You talked Joe out of a pick. Yeah. Otherwise, he he would have beat you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, we'll uh, we'll take a break here, and then I, I did want to uh, mention that the soccer regionals uh, are going on, uh, and we'll get you caught up on uh, how the ladies are doing there. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including 
Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Uh, the uh, girls' soccer uh, regionals began uh, this uh, week, and we started uh, with uh, three area teams. Yeah, three. Three area teams? Three area teams. Anyways, we're down to two, and that got shortened. That list got shortened to one when Anchor Bay lost to Troy Athens 3 to uh, nothing yesterday uh, in uh, a regional final uh, over at Troy. Uh, and uh, the other game, which I thought was going to be yesterday, but it's actually going to be today, mm-hmm. is St. Clair against Bloomfield Marion. Uh, so the Saints are the last uh, hope in the area in girls' soccer. If they can beat Marion – They'll win the regional and advance uh, to the quarterfinal in soccer. Good luck to them. That that would be exciting to have uh, them playing at the same time. We're in East Lansing following our six teams that are all going to get there. Well, yeah. Six is the most we can six have. Six is right? the most we can have. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Is it me or well, – Actually, we couldn't We couldn't get six yeah, we could. to the final. No, because Emily City – Oh, to the finals. Oh, I, thought, I was thinking game. just through the weekend. Yeah. Um, but is it me or has this just been a really solid year for the at least the sports we've covered? You had Marine City playing in a football regional final, which is the quarterfinal because they cut a round off when they uh, – well, not everyone makes the playoffs – Croslex, Emily City girls in a quarterfinal, Northern Hockey in a quarterfinal, um, and now you have you could have as many as six teams playing in a quarterfinal in baseball and softball. Let's just say half make it. So you're saying what, like six, seven teams from the area are playing in a quarterfinal? That feels like more than we've had in years past. But you've been covering it longer than I have. Yeah, uh, it's. <clears throat> Like, usually it feels like you get one in a sport. Like, you'll get, like in football, Marine City, it was their turn to make the run. Well, their turn, they do it all the time. Makes the run to the quarterfinal. Softball or baseball, you might get one a sport if you're lucky. And again, you've done it more. And basketball, pff, forget basketball. When was yeah, ba- like, basketball you, you, has been the, the toughest uh, for the, the area. This was a really good basketball year. Uh, in, in terms of that, 
Um, we get teams, obviously, because there are local districts, so somebody's got to win it. Mm-hmm. But, and we get a lot of teams that get to the regionals but often don't get very far in regionals. Yeah. They're out in the regional semifinal. Occasionally somebody gets to a regional final. But when somebody gets to a quarterfinal or beyond, like the Northern girls did a few years back, and this yeah. is – Like 2017 or yeah. something, 18 maybe. Um, you know, it, it, it's exciting. Um, so basketball's been been the the tougher sport. Although, again, I'm not counting New Haven right. basketball, who went all the way. Um, hockey, Northern's pretty consistent. Um, I mean, at one point when Daryl was the head coach, they won what five straight regional yeah, titles. We, we don't go too many. There are the odd years where where they don't make it to the quarterfinal, but we don't go too many years in between. Uh, Northern getting to the quarterfinals. And I think Anchor Bay got through one year that Northern didn't. I think in the last 10 years, Marysville's made a quarterfinal. Yeah. Uh, so uh, hockey has usually been a pretty successful um, sport. To be fair to the other sports, it takes what? Sometimes two wins to get to a quarterfinal, though, to win a regional? Uh, you, you, you... If you if you get the better if you get the benefit the, of the draw the the setup the way it is now isn't the way it's always been there used to be a district in hockey and then you, you play the district and then you played the regional and then it was quarterfinal like the the district and the regional have kind of been smooshed together right. now um, kind of the way baseball is doing it with the super regional they've kind of made a super regional in hockey um, uh, in, in terms of Football, I can remember years where you're three weeks into the playoffs and, and you've still got three, four teams chasing the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this year, I guess we also had run into we the, also had North Branch and Ubley, and Ubley yeah. made it all the way to, the, to Ford Field again. But I, I can remember years where Marine City and St. Clair were both going somewhere. 2013, yeah. they were both in a state semifinal and should have been in. To, should have had two teams in a state final that year. Yeah, and, and there are other teams where you know the, they've got a chance and and, and they're going deep. So um, the 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 only the only bad thing about football is uh, like Marysville had the ten and O team. Yeah, and then got and stuck with to, Country Day. Yeah, you, you you have to go and play someplace ridiculous right away. So, but I, I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna call it. An average year in all the sports except basketball. I, I think we really, for whatever reason, it just felt like an exceptional year in both boys and girls basketball. Yeah, because, I mean, those were two, like I said, two 50-50 games. We were a couple shots away from having two semifinal teams. And that's really when heads really turn. That turns it into a magical, legendary, everyone in the area talks about it for years to come. Yeah. The other, uh, and again, we had a unique year this year with COVID. We had a unique, uh, we've had a unique spring because we didn't have this at all last year. Mm-hmm. Like the, it stopped. We were, we were at the end of the districts for boys basketball. Like we yeah. were going to play district final games, and 24 hours before those games, they stopped everything, and then we didn't finish the boys and girls basketball seasons and we didn't have a baseball and softball and spring sports mm-hmm. season uh and so when i think back of like what was the last season 
that missing season just makes right. the gap seem longer right. than it well, was. Well, like, because I think the last full season you had, you had Marine City softball make it to a quarterfinal. Yeah, and they, and they played Millington, Millington and, and that's how I knew Millington was a good team. But then I'm thinking, well, gosh, technically that's two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, so sophomores on that team are the seniors now. Yeah. And like we said when we did our when before the season started, it was like, okay, we don't know a lot. Like you can't figure out from last year. Like, I mean, you pick a sport and pick a team. I can kind of give you at least a baseline idea of what I think the team will be. Really what we knew this year coming into it, I was like, when you're like, St. Clair has some pitching. Marysville has three kids that played on the last team that played for Marysville, and that's it. Like, Well, like, okay, Marine City softball is an excellent example. The last time I saw them play before this year, they were in a quarterfinal against Millington. Mm -hmm. Then they didn't play last season, and then you come into this season. Well, you're you're like, I don't know because I don't know who's not who wasn't going to be there anymore, and then you see they're going to be a really young team yeah. this year. So it's like before the season started, once you see them play a couple of times, well, even you can get a, a feel for things. Yeah, and even but, them, they, the, if you watch, they would – Marine City softball on June 1st would mercy Marine City softball on April 15th. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing about it. Like, the last time I saw them play, they were really good, so – do I tell people they're going to be good this year? And then it's like that year off is like, well, oh, okay. Who would have played for them last mm-hmm. year but didn't get to? And, and a lot of those girls, you know, it's a lot of those girls are gone now. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just the seniors from that team the are juniors. gone, but the juniors are gone now. And I don't know how many of the sophomores were playing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can't now tell you that if we as, – as we kind of get closer to, to normalcy, that the next couple of years – they're going to be good. Yes. Yes. And Marysville next year, going to be even better. They're losing a few players. They're losing Kirsten Smith and a handful. Of, I don't know exactly who all are seniors. I know she is. That's probably the biggest loss because pitching d- rules. You know what? Kane is coming back. Yes. Um, junior. Wes um, Miller's a junior. Uh, Walters Oles, is a freshman. I, yes. I, I think Oles is a senior. Is Oles a senior? I okay. think so. It's just It feels like she's been playing right. there five years. <laughs> I know it hasn't been, but. Right. Like, you say her name all the time, and it makes you think mm-hmm. that she's been there a long time. I, Winston, I think, is coming back. Yeah. I know she's not a senior. I don't know if she's a sophomore or junior, but I know she's not a senior. What about Avery Woodard? Younger, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're still in good shape. Mm-hmm. They're still in good shape. So, yeah, they'll, they'll be good again next year. And the, every game that they play from here on out is adding to – how much better they'll be next year because how much experience they're getting in, in pressure situations. Anyways, have we rambled on long enough? I think we have. So let's just tell them where we'll be again one more time before we take it home. All right. On Saturday, I will be in Armada for the softball uh, regional there. It'll be Marysville against Notre Dame Prep. And that's um, you have the early game, that's, right? That's the 10 o'clock game. Uh, and then as long as Marysville advances, we'll have the final uh, I'm not going to broadcast the center line East Point Aww. game because number one, I think it's only going to be three innings, uh, and number two, do you care? No, I care about Marysville. Yes, and then and Marys. Uh, I'll probably after Marysville Notre Dame prep, I'll probably need a minute to calm down because I just 
it's got barn burner written all over it, don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I don't like to hype, but it it it's just got that feel to it. So I hope we're not disappointed, unless, unless like if Marysville wins wants to win fifteen to nothing, I'll be fine with that. But <laughs> that that game just got like high tension barn burner written all over it. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I have Richmond against KPAC. That's the noon game out at Millington. I'm assuming that the winner of that game will play Millington if, unless it's an upset I, and they'll play, I'm assuming, ba- they'll play I mean, Bad Axe. Uh, again, I think Bad Axe is a good team, but I think Millington is well, really – I mean, they're ranked number one yeah, for a reason. Yeah, and then the next game will be at, I think, 2 o'clock or whenever they decide to play it. Yeah, whenever, so, whenever Millington tries so, to cheat and say, oh, you have to play right now. <laughs> calm down. All right, send it home. Every, everybody who's not our teams, cheers. <laughs> From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.